Oh, we are live on Instagram. My name is Rick Noda, host here of T3 Talks, where we tighten tone and transition. I'm the founder of T3 Body, you guys. But today, I've got to say, you've been following my podcast, you guys, all week. You know, when I talk about friends and I talk about connectors and I talk about individuals, this guy really sets the standard, you know, when uh, just to kind of give you a heads up, you guys, when I met Steph, I met him at Clever Talks, you know, and we just hit it off. And when he came back the second day, remember my video too, he said, and he really made my day, made this, the salty Marine uh, happy. He said, you know what? I came back for you, Rick. I haven't had a, some intimacy like that in a while. And we talked and it was great, you know. And as I've gotten to know Steph more and more, I know that he's a leader. He's a gentleman that really sets himself apart from the others, you know. But besides, you know, besides our likes and uh, of that, you know, here, here's the other thing. We're two pretty guys. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to say it. All right. And I can say it from one guy to the other, you guys, you know, two pretty guys coming out who really, and re, why is that important? And, you know, and I just joke around being pretty is that, you know what? You know, we, we're role models for our families. We're role models for others, you guys. And when I say our, our sometimes uh, our motivation, well, all the time, motivates, uh, our, our motivation inspires us to be better. What does better mean? Well, you could look at me and you could look at Steph to kind of see that. Now, some of the busy work that I've got, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. Just for those who don't know, that's for my Teletubbies. <laughs> Teletubbies. I like to say, I come from Chicago and the light is drug. Coming in from Encinitas, California, we have number 24, Stephanie. Bye, bye, brother. Come on, wow. have a seat. Have a wow. seat. Have a seat. Wow, that was great. That Thank was you great. That. I would tell you, it's great to have you, brother. Nice to see you. Oh, I'm Ma so humbled by that introduction. Thank you so much. But it's true. What we really had, like I said, as as a Marine, the camaraderie that we had, that interaction. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, he suited up like just like he is here today. You know, classic guy. But here, Steph, here's the beauty. When we sat down and we 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 talked, you talked to me about things that for me. I didn't think a lot of people talked about, right. you know, it's, it's the development, the inspiration, and sometimes the courage to really say things that really, I often say, talk about the 500 pound elephant in the room. Yeah, there. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, but the thing that most of my viewers really appreciate is when people come out of adversity. So when we talked last week and I, and I, and we did the video, when you got, when you got let go, fired, or, you know, we've got a guy that used to go, you're fired. All right. right? But it was funny until like the, he went president, became president. But no, but just kidding. But no, but when you got fired, when that happened, that slap in your face, what did you do? What was the self-talk that allowed you to transition? Well, here's the thing about the day I got fired. The same day I got fired was the same day my wife called on the phone and said, guess what? We're, we're pregnant. Oh my God. I, oh my, I didn't even know that. <laughs> With our first child. Well, then congratulates so, on well, that part. Thank you. you know, uh, and I was driving. I, I got off the phone. I hung the phone up and, and I said, what am I going to do? <laughs> I just lost my job. But what I did was I got in the car yep. and I had a nice hour and a half drive back to San Diego from Orange County where I was working at the time. Nice. And I said, you know what? Where am I going to go? What kind of setup do I give my child right. to make the best, to give him the best opportunity possible? And, and that's the, you know, they often say hitting bottom, but that's, it, it doesn't even get bottom there. What, right. what, I, what I say is that's like four deep below bottom, you absolutely, know, that's absolutely. like that's six feet under. But so you're, you're sitting there and that self-talk, did you go through anger? Did you go through, uh, did you cry a little bit? Did you punch the, steer? you know, that well, hour and 30. Well, well, here's the thing about that. The exciting thing about it was I couldn't be happy or sad. 
<laughs> and so I was, I was even Steph. You're great. You're really, <laughs> I, was like, I was in a gray area. I was like, hey, right I'm going to have a baby. Oh, I just lost my job. <laughs> but the nice thing about it is I knew and I had faith that it would clear itself up. Yeah. As I continue to go back home, closer to home, and the closer to home I actually got, yeah. the more clear my next chapter was going to be. And and can I say something? Because we've talked intimately before. How how much does your dad have an influence on that part of it? You know, the thing about my dad, he was a, a chief in the Air Force, so I, I I was never in the military. You see, I, that's, uh, I, I threw I, that I back never, in. I was never in the military, but that's I grew okay. up in a military family. And that's what and, I thought. And uh, I grew I up under a chief, and so everything was the first, you know, the first achievement of the day is make your bed. If you make your bed every morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride, and it will encourage you to do another task, and another, and another. Hey, yes, because so yes! Even today, I make my bed. My kids may not make their bed because, you know, they're nine and seven and three, but they see me make our bed every yeah. morning, and yep. that's one of those those examples that I need to set as a dad. You know, they they one of the things that we talk about and, and here is making your bed every day. Yeah. It's, it's the small things that matter. And that's the attention to detail. It absolutely is the little things that matter because yep. our minds, are, we make decisions, micro decisions every single second yep. of every single day that could take us off our life's path and trajectory. Yep. I don't want to deal in that. Exactly. <laughs> and to me, to me, the best thing about making your bed, a very simple thing like that, is I always get up on the right side of the bed. And I, you know, people, and Stefan and these guys, I tell them all the stories about being in the suck and how it sucked and all this. All yeah. I cared about was a perfect bed, man. I, I didn't care about my family. I, I mean, not in a way like that. I just like, dude, I can't wait to go to sleep on some clean sheets yeah. after a clean yeah, shower. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's good to see that that had an inf like a positive influence. Now, with that influence, you've done some non-for-profit organization, some work for some non-for-profit, but... But, and I got it right now, <laughs> legacy is uh, legacy, survival, where? <laughs> Help me. I messed so, it up again. Damn it. Legacy, parenting, survival, where? There it is. So let me say it again. <laughs> legacy, parenting, survival, where? Now, legacy, parenting, survival, where? The graphic is right there. So tell me a little bit about that. I apologize. I'm ADD dyslexic. So about six months um, as I was now a stay-at-home fa father because I had lost my job, right. I was filling out a federal application which was timed. And so my wife comes in and says, hey, can you feed Dario? And I said, well, I only have 20 minutes to do this. She's like, well, I need to run out. So here I am in front of my computer. I'm holding him, hunting and packing, trying to complete it. And it ends up, you know, closing out because I was out of time. Ah. So then I said, what kind of life is this? You know, here's a problem. How can I solve it? Yep. And then I said, how does a new father su survive this? Yep. And that's when it came to me. Fatherhood survival wear. I love that. So then I was in the shower and I said, well, you know, here I am. I'm about to start a new job because this is time for him to go to daycare now. Yeah. And it's time for me to go back to work. Not time for me. I wanted to go back to yeah. work. Let it me rephrase that. No, yeah. <laughs> and so I um, I said, well, what kind of legacy am I going to leave my, my son, you know, if I go back to work this job? And that's when it dawned on me. Legacy fatherhood survival where yeah. is where it actually all started. Oh, that's but so cool. evolving and transforming from that. I started thinking about mom, the most important person yeah. in the equation. Exactly. Beyond yeah. Just me and the bond my son have. Yeah. But mom. And that's when I said, but not every family has a mom and dad. Right. Like me, I was raised by my grandparents. Yep. So I have to think about my guardians. Exactly. And that's when I expanded it to legacy parenting. Parenting. Aware, which is a framework and guideline to help new parents and just parents in general engage with their kids and create and stimulate that bonding experience. Where was he when <laughs> where was he when I had my kids? I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting there. I was ostracized because I actually put a leash on my kids. Oh my god, he puts a leash on yeah. his kids. But that's surviving, you know, the, the survival wear. The other thing is it reminds me of that pacifier. Ladies, here's how it's gonna be. Tonight, 
I'm your dead mother. That means if you want to live to see tomorrow, you do exactly as I say. Do we understand each other? From Vin Diesel, where he sits there and goes, <laughs> exactly. and because that's how I was as a dad, but I'm like duct tape and stuff, man. Exactly. And just, so it's so great that it's nice, you guys. If you're a new parent and you're, you've had that same scenario, please exactly. go to his website, check it out underneath here, because you guys, it is survival gear, because life doesn't stop. And when you have kids, it moves on. After you do that, you can be like Mike. You're like, you're like, hey, right, I've done. Right. So what do you do next? Well, here's what I do next. I take my knowledge and information. And what I actually do now is I lift. I use that to lift other people. I use that experience in business to lift other businesses. Nice. So I created Trifecta Business Strategies, which allows me to work with medium and small size business to help inspire them to change directions and pivots, help them with their strategic leadership, their management, their organizational structure, things like that. But I took all of that information and said, that's not who I am. Right. I got involved in volunteerism. Nice. I said, "How? what better way for me to set up a life for my son but to volunteer to teach him about giving unto himself beyond himself. And that's the thing about giving. You know, a lot of times when you give or volunteer, there's, there's, that's it. Yeah. You're not, but when you are sometimes an organization, there's like expectations, you know, people coming back. But when you volunteer, it's, it's volunteering. Absolutely. It's, it's the lack of, it's, it's, it's kindness in its, in its most purest form. Absolutely. And I always talk, talk about us being a better human. Just being a better human and volunteering is a great way to become a better human. Now, lift-wise, now, here's what I like about the lift, and I love that part of it, all right? Because, you know, I like a little exercise yeah. right there. Tell a little bit about your fitness and, you know, and I often say is like, I like that you're, you're a throwback. You throw some chains out there, you throw exactly. some stuff. So tell a little bit about like you, how you built out your garage a little bit to kind of make that fitness place. <laughs> you know, remember when I first met you, you were talking about the, T the TRX straps and things like that. Uh -huh. And you asked me if I had a set and I said, no, I just use chains off of a yeah. two by four and I use PVC pipe as handles Yo. and I'm able to elevate it, drop it, use it. You know, Yo. I can do whatever I want with it, which is the beauty of it. Yo. You know, there was a time when I'm carrying a 60 pound punching bag on my back up Torrey Pines Hill. And I called that nonprofit Share the Weight. And that's nice. sharing the weight of the world. The world. While I'm carrying somebody else. And people used to take post-it notes and stick it on the punching bag. Beautiful. But as I've gotten older, <laughs> I've as, had to slow that down. We say a little mature right here. It's <laughs> yes, a little mature. Me, as, as I've matured, yes. uh, I had to be a little more strategic. So now I'm using baby weight workouts. Nice. So I use my kids. Yeah. My three-year-old, who's 42 pounds at this point. I know three-year-old, 42 pounds. She's, she's good size. That's good. And good so bones. I'm using her for my curls, my push-ups. I strap her on my back. I'm doing the treadmill. Nice. I'm carrying her constantly. I'm doing my planks with her on my back. Yep. And, so, and that's functional. But that's functional stuff. Absolutely. And you guys, when I talk about like exercise, all right, a lot of what Steph is doing is functional. Think about this. Boom. You have to place a 50-pound carry-on on an overhead compartment. But most people don't even do that. Your daughter who's 42 is right around that same place. Exactly. So you're using that. But you're creating your home as a playground. Just for you guys to know out there in the world, that's what the Marines do. We don't. We do train and we did PT. Yeah. But we like, I'm lifting dudes. I'm doing stuff like that right. because that's functional movement. And that's what's great because that's what the lifestyle is. And that's where how you can fit it in. You know what I love about this? The, let, me, let, me, let me tell you about one of the most impactful moments. When I posted my carry of my baby during uh -huh. my treaty, David, U.S. Marine, or Navy SEAL, David Goggins, liked the post. I yeah, see. And I was like, what? <laughs> the, the guy that's jumping in like below the, below uh, 
water. He's literally doing the most, like, what I'd say radical things. Exactly. He, he appreciates what I, and I appreciate also the ability to, you know, the, to make nothing, something out of nothing. And that's what the military does. You take your, what you do. Yeah. And you make it your and you make it your own. That's why we call it organized chaos. <laughs> and with the lift mentality, like the, and lifting that commie, and I have to say thank you because my, po- you know, you've inspired me to lift my business up. The podcast that you've seen has gotten better and better. Uh, we're we're working on some projects about some wellness centers that we're looking into. That's great. In, in this, and you know, and eventually, <clears throat> maybe possibly opening up second location. Absolutely. All right. So with that, with with that, now there is a step right up, step right up. We've got a news release here, and he's a little ticker right here. Flash, flash, flash. What's next? You have not only inspired me, and with your total transformation, but what's next for me is I'm running for San Diego Unified School District. Yeah, let's give it, baby. Yeah, nice. With all the drama that we, you know, our current school board in, in San Diego Unified is having. You know, it's time for somebody who's a problem solver yep. and someone who uses feedback in the decision-making process, you know, who builds their their leadership on accountability, transparency, yep. oversight, and safety, more importantly, safety. safety. But then there is the fitness aspect that needs yep. to go because w- without the head, the, the body, without that synergy between the two, yep. Exactly. We are flawed, and our students need to know that. And that's the thing that I like in referring to Dr. Amen's way of a healthy brain. You start that way. You start that's with right. that healthy brain. You know, the four parts, the biological talks about the uh, physical fitness, the psychological, you know, where your mind is in that. You've got the spiritual, what your higher power is, and then it's the social part, what social stresses that you're having. And it's good that someone that's going to get into a political position can actually start to uh, not control, but mo- empathetically show people that. Absolutely. Now, here's here's what I'll say because again, I'm not hard copy here, but I am I am Latino, okay? Okay, so being Cuban means why is it chico? Now, I've noticed again coming up in I come from Chicago, and schools are probably ranked the worst in the world. Now, in education. What yeah. what is being lost, man? I mean, I see it now. Kids are bigger. Kids are kids are dis uh, you know disconnected. You know the brown people like me, man. Like we we stop going to school and we think it's like, hey, we graduated high school. Like, hey, we got to the holy grail. What can we do for my um, our community, the community, to really get that part of the sector up, man? Well, Sorry to be hard copy on your ass. <laughs> what you're, part of that, what you're talking about, is the achievement gap. Yeah. Well, one of the the foundational things is what I've prided my entire. Uh, professional life on is the sit the, the wraparound service and the connection between parents and students yes you know yes again not every student has a parent but every student has somebody that they inspires them yes and that's really where their teacher comes in yep you know when i when i give you a tip teachers inspire parents and students to success that's a wraparound yes and it's the connection that that students actually need to say this person believes in me right Right. And that's what starts it all off. Right there. And that belief, you guys, you remember I've talked to the story about Miss McCracken, you guys. And Miss McCracken. The Kraken. The man, she was. <laughs> and she was and she was hard as hell because I was the kid that knew how to get out of class. I knew right off the bat if I threw scissors at my teacher, real story, if I would tell him to drop the F-bomb, I would get kicked out. Right. But Miss McCracken says, Rick, shut up and read. Right. And I, I read at a probably first grade level in seventh grade. Right. This is. But that gap, she said said, here, this is the standard, start to read. And the nice thing, she invested in me. And because of that, I knew she cared. And by caring, she saved a life. And unfortunately, Miss McCracken has passed away in our our lives. But what what I say is she's, as a Buddhist, she's never dead because I'm talking about her and she lives forever. Now, 
here's the uh, the other thing. All right, once you are elected, yes. and, and, and see how I say that. Once you are elected, <laughs> when what is the first business? Like you know, Obama and some of the presidents come in. They talk about the first thirty days in, in office, right. right there. What's the first thing you do right in your first thirty days? Stabilize, triage. I like it. Because right now, you know, we have some uh, issues that are out in the in the media about San Diego Unified School District and some of the decisions that they made and some of the personnel decisions that people made in their personal lives. Right. You know, but as 2014 was really the start of some of their troubles. You know, mm -hmm. we had a uh, we had a school board trustee who was almost indicted. Oh wow! Sounds you know, like Chicago three governors <laughs> misappropriation of funds, things like that. Sure. And then fast forward four years later. Uh, five years later, we're dealing with the situation that a school board trustee makes a bad decision. Right. But it's the same board that's been up there the, the whole time. So right. the first 30 days is to really go back in there and stabilize and really reconnect with the community. Yeah. It's about connecting with the community and the parents and property owners. It's about everybody. Mm -hmm. And if San Diego really wants to be, first of all, it's San Diego unified. Right. So in and of itself, it should be unified. I know. And if you have unified in your name, you <laughs> got to be unified. You right. can't be divided. At least put that in your name. And you then. have to be collaborative with the city that you that's here. Yep. And you have roots because of the the work you did with putting up the neighborhood watches and in coordinating with that, you know, the, that lineage that's that's out there. You know, again, you're not someone that just decided to run. I mean, you've got kids in the in the community, right, things like right. that. So I really think that in as local as a local uh, person, there's a little bit more of understanding your market area. And I believe and I love it. Stabilizing triaging is a very medical and military word <laughs> that you just those of you who don't know triage is. And as you put some graphics up here is literally like a code right. that you're in the ER. Basically what triage says is if you come in and as a Marine and I look at you and you cannot live, you I'm not working on you. This guy has a chance to survive and I'm going to work exactly. on the people that can survive. So those who aren't are going to go to the wayside and those who will survive will go. But that's great because when you need – when it's needed to rip the bandaid off. Absolutely. And that's the only way because it stings for a little bit. And then everything kind of starts to get back into that. Uh, I don't say conformity because it's never conformity. But what we start is we set the new standard. Absolutely. We set the new norm. And that's what I love about Navy SEALs and Marines and, and those who are raised <laughs> by chiefs is that we understand that if no one is watching, right. someone is watching. So we're always sit, standing tall. We're acting as if because, again, a lot of times I, I watched the box, you guys. I had no idea what was in it. And I just walked home and they go – or I turned in my weapon. They go, what did you do? Guard today? I go, I don't know. But one thing I know is that I did it great and I, and I walked from one to the other. Now, that's what they say about character, right? Yep. Character is what you do when no one else is looking. When no one else and is looking. And that's what you did. That's exactly it. And it's instilled muscle memory over and over again. Absolutely. We're going to close this up. You know, we've talked about your 30 days. We talked about your life. We talked about all of this. Now, I want to just say, what do you do for fun? What is out there like, you know, you and I are like kind of like, I, I enjoy what I do every day. I live in paradise. So my life is fun. Yeah. But what stuff like what are we uh, what are we, you and I doing or we're hanging out when when you're not running for uh, for student council or <laughs> or working on survival gear? Uh, I like to actually play board games with my kids. Uh, you I mean, know what? I, I really I well, enjoy that. So uh, is, uh, Monopoly, Parcheesi, well, sorry. Actually, last summer um, I taught them Monopoly. Oh, nice. You know, which you can see the graphic here, right there. And, uh, <laughs> nice. And then um, just this past summer, I taught them how to play Risk. Again, because one of it. my favorite books is uh, The Art of War by Sun Tzu. My favorite. You know, uh, and my son is very engaged in, in not only globe and 
geography yep. and where's what. You know, I used it as a learning mechanism yep. and teaching mechanism for him to say, here's what happened in history, but at the same time, here are all the countries, here's how they connect. Yep. And here's let's do some some critical thinking. Critical thinking. So I, and I that's use it what as a tool. I, and that's what I love about board games because that's where the basis is missing. And that's yeah. why you guys, Steph, and along with my kids, you know, I also we played board games and we played charades and things mm -hmm. to develop critical thinking. I yep. feel one of the things that kids uh, loses that part of it because when I used to play risk you could go aggressive with the troops or you could go or you could go flank around the right. side and what you start to do is you start to learn to fail right and not beat yourself up about it create a secondary plan dude sucking at something is the first step towards being sort of good at something yeah. and and with that you guys it, it's it's what life is about you guys it's failing more than succeeding but then re, re uh, because the reworking. more we fail the more we succeed yes i mean if you listen to uh uh, uh dwayne the rock yep. if you listen to all michael jordan some of the whoever your role model russell simmons they will remember the failures over or over some of the successes Absolutely. because you know the successes come easy sometimes because the journey to get there it was what you remember Absolutely. you know i'll tell you this step when we're done here with this podcast, Esteban's going to do a great job with this editing. He's going to make us look much better. Because he's, he's a great guy. He's a great guy <laughs> in this. Now, when I talk about our motivation inspires us to be better, yes. I want you guys to think of Steph. And thank you, Steph, for coming through. Thanks, I, appreciate I appreciate it, you. you guys. Check out his website, you guys. Here's If you're in the Claremont area, uh, like I said, and if you have no idea who you're going to vote for, and you it just whatever, get out there to vote for at least for one candidate because that candidate is going to do something. And that something is triage, a stabilize, so that we begin to put it back on the parents and parenting. I'm a community guy, and that was the foundation of Legacy is to really connect the bonding experience between parents and their children. And the beauty about our product line is it helps stimulate the cognitive learning mechanisms. I love it, man. So. With that, you guys, hey, you guys know that panicking is the fuel that fires me. It is right here. <laughs> it's in my heartbeat. I'll see you guys soon. Dale, cuídate. My name is Stefan Gross, and I'm a candidate for San Diego Unified School District, seat A, which is University City, Mira Mesa, and Claremont. I'm looking forward to your votes come March in our primaries and then again in November. And I'm focused on our kids' future. You can find more information about me at stephangross.com or call me directly at 619-993-8668. Looking forward to your vote and make it a great day.